I'm a big fan of Michio Kaku. He's an he's a, uh, astrophysicist. Okay, he teaches at New York College. Was he in the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. <laughs> That's no. all like, Michio Kaku? Michio Kaku. Anyway, okay. anyway. We'll find it. We'll write it down. Yeah, okay. Michio Kaku. So anyway, he has his, he has, he has uh, I've read three of his books. <laughs> That's my dad's way. He anyway, is, shut up, Joanna. He is right on. <laughs> this fellow is, he's talking about, and every Ooh. time you read his book, he's talking about the future. He says, this is what's coming next. Then he writes his next book, and he'll tell you, now this is what's coming next. So far, he's been right on. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. My Dad is Back by Popular Demand. I got so many DMs from the last part one and part two with my dad with that chat interview that we had. That's, those were the most popular. So many of you have asked to have him back. Hey gals, welcome back to the Get Up Girl. And this is part one of another interview series with my dad. So I'm going to be bringing him in monthly. <laughs> Side note, he's so cute. I sent him the link. I didn't even know he knew how to listen to a podcast, but he figured it out. And he listened to them and he took notes and he showed up to this interview with little notes. And he wanted to add so many like granular thoughts and tips that he forgot to say before. And I was like, oh, dad, no, let's go deeper. But he's so cute. But so anyway, I said, dad, we're going to do plenty. Uh, You know, you can add that so many more times. It's okay. And he's like, oh, okay. But he's, (laughs) it's so cute. So please. This is a listen in. If you did not listen to part one and two of the first series, please go back and listen to that. If you're not familiar with my dad and this is your first time, please note, I'm going to preface that my dad has really no judgment towards anything. He just like says what he learns. He reads a lot. He says about four hours a day, you know, and to him, that's not that much. And he's been reading since he was a young boy. He lived in the library and he's full and full and full of knowledge. And so he comes at things with his knowledge rather than like a strong judgment and point of view. So take that into consideration when listening in. And I just find it so fascinating that he and I can have these conscious conversations as a father and a daughter with two completely different worlds. And for me to listen to him and him to listen to me, I would love for you to listen in as a fly on the wall because this is how he and I talk on a day-to-day basis. When we just hang out, this is how we talk. And that's how this was born. I'm like, dad, we need to do a podcast. We need to do a YouTube channel. And my hope is to one day do a YouTube TV show with with us. And 
I'm still talking him into it. We'll see. But, you know, it took a year for me to get him to even do this. So maybe we'll, I, I think he's got the bug. He's really having fun. And I think he needs his own show. I'm like, Dad, I could just give you a mic and you can talk all day long and I'll set up the podcast for you. But uh, we'll see. I, I think he's having fun with this. Listen in. Here's part one and DM me. Let me know what you think. And if you want more at Joanna Vargas Official, would love to hear from you. All right, here we go. Part one with my dad. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Dad, welcome back to the Get Up Girl. Are you ready to get up, girl? I am ready, willing, and unable. Are you a get up girl or a get up boy? <laughs> put up, put the, the mic a little. Up, I'm the get up retiree. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Bored to death. Well, this is your big outing for the week. Are this you excited? Is, this is it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I traveled two blocks from the house. We aired you out. Thank you to everybody who chimed in. Oh, there's, yeah, Rochelle wants to say what's up. Everybody who chimed in and enjoyed that first interview with my dad. And so today we're going to go for a part three. And we're going to be talking about a couple things that we chatted about earlier. So one big question, dad, we want to go back to how you left the Catholic church. A lot of people were curious about that and oh. how, the, how you said you're a soft atheist. Uh-huh. So what yes. is a soft atheist? Amongst the atheists of, of the world, uh, there, there are basically two groups, or they've, for the most part, they've divided into two groups. You have the famous atheists who are hardcore. These, they, 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 have a, they take a serious stance. They believe that religions are really not good, you should not be doing it, and that uh, they are 100% anti-religion they are they are hardcore they're hard atheists anti-religion there uh-huh. yes but that's not you okay well those are the hard ones the soft the soft atheists like myself we we're open-minded we just it's, it's no big deal we just we don't have the faith we don't and in order to believe you have to have the faith if you don't have the faith you're just not going to believe in whatever it is that the religion is of which there are so many Okay. Now, for me, the big issue. Well, well, back to uh, the the difference in atheism. You have a lot of people too. Uh, believe it or not, do not know what an agnostic is. They seem to know what an atheist is, but they're not sure what an agnostic is. An agnostic believes that we as human beings do not possess the ability to know. We're just not smart enough. Our brains are haven't That's developed. So interesting, because everything about what I know is that I know. Well, yeah. Agnostic. Well, let's go back because when you were in the military uh-huh. and then you go first day and yes. they give you your dog tags mm-hmm. and you have to put your religion on yes. the dog tag. Uh-huh. Did you request for agnostic? Yes. Remember I told you the story, the young man that was operating the machine on the dog tag machine. You just, you fill out the little forms, about five little lines that you fill out. Okay. And under religion, he had never seen agnostic on there. He just typed it in. He had no idea. He wasn't going to ask me. He didn't care. Okay. So your dog tags did say agnostic. They still do. Huh. Actually, okay. you, you, you used to look at my dog tags before, remember? But anyway, um, that they said agnostic okay it's really actually when you stop to think about it it is the most rational way of looking at in my opinion of looking at religions okay we just don't have the ability to know no one no no one knows what happens when you die Mm -hmm. and like i told you before we don't know where we were before we were born but that's so against everything you've ever said, Dad. How so? Because you said that you were able to 
quote unquote hypnotize yourself to go back into a past life? N- no, no, that's not what I said. No. Okay, then what what did you do? No, no, we were discussing that. No, no, I said I wanted to regress. I didn't hypnotize myself. I just relaxed and I wanted to regress and see how far back That's I could hypnotism. Go. Well, okay. Uh-huh. I stand corrected. Okay. All right. <laughs> but but uh, agnosticism is just really, is the most logical way of thinking about it in that we are not intelligent enough. Now, I got to the point where I felt I am intelligent enough to Heck know. yeah, right? That, okay. That there is no there is no God. There, yeah. it, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't have, it's not there. It doesn't mm. happen. The reality is I just, I and many others, about 20% of the American public, about 20% of the American in the United States, we uh, are doubtful. We're like the, 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 uh, the Apostle Thomas. He's the one that asked Jesus, I want to see the holes in the palms of your hand. Okay? Because he was doubtful, and he's known as uh, Thomas the Doubtful. And then when he saw the holes in Jesus' hand, then he believed. Okay, I believe. But he, he wanted to double check. Now, when, when it comes to faith, either you have it or you don't. Okay? As a child, you have, you're still young. You haven't really formulated your own opinions yet. You only know what your parents tell you. Mm-hmm. And you assume basically that most adults are speaking the truth to you. So, uh, but as you get older, you begin to realize, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. The, the, the biggest problem is the diversity problem in that there are so many different religions, okay? Now, how do I say to my neighbor on the left of me, I say, you know, you're a Hindu. How can you possibly believe in that religion? To the right of me, my other neighbor, hey, you're a Baptist. How can you believe? Now the guy li- that lives behind me on the other side of the block, okay, he's an Episcopalian. Hey, how do you? And it just goes on. We're going deep and, here. Yeah, yeah, but it goes on and, and on. There yes. Are, there mm-hmm. are literally thousands and thousands of denominations, each claiming to be the actual correct religion. And like I said before, people are willing to kill you over those beliefs, and it's happening today. Mm-hmm. People are killing each other over their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. That's how deep it goes, okay? Now, don't forget, we fought the Civil War here in the United States. That was our, one of our big wars, the Civil Wars, okay? And the, and the, uh, brothers were killing brothers, and as far, and I told you before, all wars, in my opinion, are religious wars, okay? In the Civil War, brothers were killing brothers, from the same family. They were killing each other because of their differences in what I say is religious beliefs. Well, they were saying, well, it had to do with uh, slavery. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you break it down, the slavery yeah. came from your religious belief mm-hmm. that I am superior to you for whatever reason. I am superior to you and you're subservient to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to die for that belief. And, it, and, and it, it still exists today. Mm-hmm. Still have, we still have people who think they're superior. I find it interesting when you talk like this because of the history behind it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, that we're just uneducated enough where we just see one side? And for example, let's just say if you were to read the Bible, but then no other book of any other denomination just to go, hey, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Well, there, there you go. See, if you're brought, if you're, when you're born into a religion, you really don't know other than what your parents are telling you, mm. and all of your your relatives are are, are part of that religion, mm -hmm. and so you just you just you, you toe the line. You you you're just a child. What do you know? And are that, you still agnostic today? No, I'm an atheist no. today. Okay, so when did you change? Uh, oh, I think I told you about when I was in my 30s. Mm -hmm. My 30s, I made the change. I, I decided, well, um, I consider myself now. Do you atheist. think you're still changing from what you know today? Mm, no, not really. Not No, not really. Do you no. believe in ghosts? No, you asked me that question. Okay, uh, but Dan, I know if, everybody if, if listening see, has not I, heard our conversations if before. I, if I were to see a ghost, I may be, might believe it, but Preach. I've never seen a ghost, and I don't know anyone that, that really has seen a ghost. You see them on television when you're watching the programs. <laughs> They're loving you, Dad. So, uh, so you don't believe in ghosts until you see one. Right. There's nobody's, nobody's ever really seen a ghost. No, not that I know of. No, because the next question you're going to ask, how about extraterrestrials? Have you seen Have you seen them? Well, the interesting thing about extraterrestrials, why is it that no one seems to, very, very seldom does anyone have a, a videotape. There are a few videotapes, okay, of what they consider to be extraterrestrials. Most of them are explained, but nobody has really ever... Mm -hmm. And they talk about Area 51, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know and on and on it goes. But who knows? Uh, who knows? But the reality is I have, I have a, a, a sneaking suspicion that there, there really are other life forms out there. And the only reason I believe that, because I've read enough, the astronauts, United States astronauts, are sworn to secrecy. Ooh, let's talk about that. What well, do you know about that? What books what, what happens have in, you read? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, mm -hmm. okay? What happens up in those... Uh, 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 spacecrafts, when they're up there in space, flying around, that stays up there. They're not supposed to come back and 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 tell what you saw. Mm -hmm. Now there have been astronauts that, are, that that will tell you we were we were being followed by an extraterrestrial as we were up there. They will tell you that. Now they're they're sworn to secrecy. Now, if you do enough reading, you'll you'll find the the documents. A lot of this will be released as the, as the years go by. Yep, it'll be released to the general public. Yep. Now, there was an incident. One of the early astronauts. Oh, I'm gonna mention the wrong name, aren't I? Forget his name. They had difficulty with this one particular astronaut. I ah, I forgot his name, but anyway. Okay, we'll add that to the show notes. Look it up, Dad, and then well, well uh, we'll add it later. Oh, you don't want me to finish the thought? Yeah, finish it. Oh, but okay. the name of this person, oh, I wanna, we'll find yeah, it. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, one one particular, he would already, this is already years had gone by, five, six, seven, eight years had gone by already, and he had been drinking, and oh. he started talking. He started talking. Well, Ooh, that's good. fortunately, they, uh, his buddies put an end to that real quick. Hey, yeah. they got him Shut out up. of there. Shut up, be quiet, and I would be talking about that. Wow. So that, but there were enough people around to hear what he said. Mm -hmm. Okay, now statistically, when you think about it, my goodness, just think of you know the the, the universe that's out there, the the yeah. space, the uh, wow, absolutely. There, there should be. There I've should been be. having these conversations lately because well, of Elon Musk well, just turning the richest yeah, man. Yeah. We have globalism, and mm -hmm. now we have what's the next word? I forget the word, but meaning we have 
countries that want to take over the globe. Yeah. But now Elon Musk, they, they it's, take, what is it called? the universe. You, it's universal okay. living, something okay. of that nature. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, meaning yeah. in order to preserve human life, we're going to have to inhabitate another planet. Yeah, it's coming. Look, mm -hmm. we uh, they just put together the United States Space Force. Mm -hmm. We had the we have the Air Force and the Army and the Navy and then okay, and we have the Space Force. Wow, think about that. So, they're just putting it together right now, the Space Force. Because it's it, it's part of evolution. We're mm -hmm. we're we're developing, and that's just what it is. That's when what, do you think we'll go to Mars? How many more years? Oh, that's difficult to say. I give it I, ten. Could be, mm -hmm. could be. But they're thinking we'll have to colonize. But yeah. don't forget, not only will will the United States colonize, the Chinese will be right behind us, and and after them will be will be the Russians. Mm -hmm. Sure, they're all going to fight over. Well, right now there's a, a flag on the moon with the Chinese flag. You saw that in the paper the other day. That the Chinese planted their flag there. They went to get rocks, moon rocks, and they well, brought them back. Isn't that interesting that we haven't been back to the moon since well, the seventies? Well, what is that about? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's you know it, that we went in the seventies and like now we're done. It's 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 not it's not easy. It's it's, it's a difficult task. It's a difficult task, and it's very expensive to do. Uh -huh. It's a difficult yeah. task. Mm -hmm. So, because we've been outsourcing to other countries, right? Yes, In order yes. to uh -huh, mm -hmm. sending our astronauts to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But well, that's why I said uh, in, in our last interview, what's life going to be like? 30, 40, and 50 years from now, because the children that are entering kindergarten today, when they turn fifty. Yeah. Okay, that 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 person will be fifty-five years old. Yeah. Okay, so what's life going to be like? Wow! Will that person actually just uh, go down to the street corner and get on a and get on a, a spaceship and yeah, and, and, and go go wherever you want? <laughs> Some you kind know? of hoverboard. Okay, I mean you know. Yeah, so. what are they called? The backpacks where you can fly. I wonder when that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, what are those I forget called? those. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So. Jetpacks, I think. Jetpacks. Jetpacks, yeah. So yeah, you have that, you have that, you know, who knows what the future is gonna bring. Hmm. So you don't believe in aliens? Do you believe oh, that there are aliens? I, I or think other life forces. I think it's human? possible. I think it's quite life. possible. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Of course you have to remember that uh Hollywood is gonna play it to their advantage. Hollywood. Sure they will. Well, you know, it's it's mm -hmm. okay. It's a fantasy. Right now it's a fantasy. But that intrigues me because you are a believer of if I see it, I believe it. Yes. I am not of that. Okay. I just, if I know it, it is. And yeah. that's good enough for me. And yeah. it makes me much happier than how I lived in the past. Yes. With that being said, you haven't seen an alien, but you said it's possible. Mm -hmm. You haven't seen a ghost, but right. you don't think that's possible. It's possible. It might. Oh, okay. Spirits, so, yeah. Spirits might be, who knows, someday you might see a spirit. Okay. Yeah. That's my next question. I've been having yeah. this convo lately. I think with the in the type of computers that we have today are going to be uh -huh. completely different in 10 years. Okay. okay? They're going to yes. be digital and things of yeah. that nature. I think we will be able to create the technology to see through different dimensions to see a spirit. I think. I think it's coming. It's, it's, you know, how many, what are those, what are those people called when they're looking for ghosts? They're called, um, uh, 
the chasers or whatever. Oh. What are they? <laughs> I'm not sure. They're looking for the ghosts. Yeah. Uh, paranormal activity. Uh, oh, yeah. Paranormal, paranormal chasers okay. and think that their whole thing is to get it on camera. Okay. And I, I know it's coming one day. I'm just so intrigued well, by that. There's a lot of, you know, there are in, people can tell you stories that they personally have experienced and who's mm-hmm. to say? I mean, you know. Yeah. Who? I, I find it interesting that there's so many movies in mm-hmm. Hollywood about things of aliens and ghosts and mm-hmm. all these things of this nature, magic and Harry Potter, mm-hmm. yet we have the the logicists, or what would you call them, the people that are logical, that don't believe it, <laughs> but re- are so the, into this the, magic movies. The realists. The realists, thank uh-huh. you. Yeah. yeah, you're so into these movies, yet you think this is so uh, far from it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I think it's right here. I wonder, you know, I really think we're close. I really, really think we're close. Okay. Side note. Uh, yesterday I was watching David Letterman. Uh-huh. He has that new show, my next guest mm-hmm. and he goes and he interviews people and he did it during COVID and he went to go see Lizzo. Okay. Are you familiar? Do you know who Lizzo is dad? No. no. Okay. She is a singer. Um, African-American mm-hmm. talks about, um, yeah, confidence and through her image and things mm-hmm. of that. You writing it down? No, no. Oh, ahead, okay. And two opposite spectrums, David Letterman and Lizzo. Uh-huh. And so she's there and she's showing him her crystals and she meditates and everything of this nature. And I was in such awe because she's having this conversation that we probably would not have 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And she's having it with David Letterman with a a baby boomer, and she's a millennial, and to have these two uh, have this conversation, I know that we're much, much closer to having this not be a stigma, these conversations that you and I are having, where you have these conversations at dinner about ghosts and aliens and all kinds of stuff, rather than it, it does it just have to be a Hollywood movie? Oh, well... Oh, I didn't realize it was a stigma to it. Okay. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about this. Well, I had no idea. You are a very different nature, uh, but for people to go, hey, yeah, I believe in ghosts, I think is a little bit more yeah. different mm-hmm. than what is acceptable. Salome's here in the um, office. What do you think, Salome? <laughs> I believe in aliens. I haven't seen one, but I do believe in aliens. And I believe there's some kind of like ghost. I don't like to say spirit. It's just a, a, some kind of Vibe? Other vibe. Yeah. Okay. So Salome saying, yeah, she does believe. But Salome, do you think that there is a stigma if I were just to say, hey, I believe in ghosts and walk around. Am I going to be labeled as a weirdo? Do you think the day is coming where uh, the filters are coming down for that conversation? It's normalizing. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just by little things of that nature, by Lizzo showing her crystals <laughs> to... And David Letterman's like, a crystal? I don't get it. Like, to him, right? Mm-hmm. How old is David Letterman? In his 70s? At least. Right? Oh. Okay. Yeah. For him, I thought that was really, really cool yeah. to have those two worlds have a completely walls-down conversation mm-hmm. about something that is so different and foreign to him. You know, so I thought that was cool. Well, many, uh, many years ago, I, there was a program on television, and I saw it listed, and I thought, this is going to be interesting. I want to check this out. This was about, oh, my goodness, 25 years ago at least, at least. Uh, they, they got uh, five science. Uh, there were at least five, maybe six scientists 
highly respected scientists, they were going to discover, this is what this is what caught my attention, downloading, because we're talking about... Oh, computer, I remember you telling me this. Downloading your soul. Yes, talk about this, OMG. Okay. Downloading your soul. Now, when I saw what it listed, I said, oh, this is going to be goofy. Let me see what these guys are. But, well, yeah. turn, boy, I was very, very impressed. Now, unfortunately... In in those days when you I saw that there was you no could DVR. Not, I was gonna say you can't you couldn't you couldn't record all <laughs> that stuff. And I've beta. never I've never seen it since. <laughs> yeah. But these these men were not there was no nothing religious about their discussion. These are scientists. That's what I love about this. There was totally uh, totally uh, intelligent conversation. Yeah. They never brought uh. up religion. Because when you think of your soul, you think typically you think about religion. Mm -hmm. Now they're talking about downloading your soul. Interesting. Okay? And this this program went on, I think, for it was at least an hour, maybe two hours. Man, I couldn't get enough of that stuff. These men were so intelligent. You just had to you just had to see that program and listen to what they were saying. And and never once did they mention religion it was really like whoa see because we already know that uh coming in the future we're going to be able to do a lot of things with the uh, uh the electronic world you're, mm -hmm. you're gonna we're gonna be implanting into our skin into our brains into everything mm -hmm. now there's an old movie with uh robin williams it's called the final cut Hmm. Uh, okay, we'll add that in the show notes. Final Cut. Final Cut is the I've name of the movie. I've never heard of it. Oh, oh yeah, it's an old What movie. year was this? Oh, ish? I'm guessing. 80s, 90s? I'd have to Google it. Uh, probably in there somewhere. Now, watch this. <laughs> the story has to do with his job. He works at the mortuary. He, when the person dies, he pulls out the chip that's in that's implanted in your. Oh, it's a futuristic movie. Kind of. Okay. It's, it's not that far in the future. Yeah. It's not that far. He pulls out the chip. He watches. He sees everything. <gasps> he up watches on the screen. their life. He watches your whole life. <gasps> and what he is, that sounds his, amazing. This movie. Well, oh his job. His job is to clean up. Clean up what he's oh, watching. Oh, like the sins or whatever. Because, because they're going to play this at their funeral. Sorry, I'm jumping in. I'm right. like so excited. <laughs> Salome's typing as fast as she can. <gasps> so, um, uh, anyway, so his job is to clean it up. Okay, clean up the, the movie so that when the when when the when the family comes and like you say it's up on a screen and you see his life when he's a little <laughs> it's the boy, highlight it's the yeah, Instagram the reel and he pulls out all the bad stuff and I won't tell you the ending of the story but yeah. it's 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 an interesting concept. Oh my now, gosh! Now, uh, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Michio Kaku. He's a he's a uh, astrophysicist. Okay, he teaches at New York Un. Uh, college, New York College. Was he in the Big Bang Theory? Yeah, no, <laughs> That's no. all like Michio Kaku? Michio, Michio Kaku. Anyway, okay. anyway. We'll find it. We'll write it down. Yeah, okay. Michio Kaku. So anyway, he has his, he has, he has, uh, I've read three of his books. <laughs> That's my dad's way. He anyway, is, shut up, Joanna. He is right on. <laughs> this fellow is, he's talking about, and every Ooh. time you read his book, he's talking about the future. He says, this is what's coming next. Then he writes his next book and he'll tell you, now this is what's coming next. So far, he's been right on. And like he says, uh, as an example, I remember this one in the movie, uh, uh, a Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
where he looks, the the, uh, the Terminator looks out, and on his eye there's a little screen and it has all the info. That's what everybody says I have. And I say it's got all the all the info. That's my brain. Well, he says that's right around the corner. He says that that's a given. We're all gonna have that. We're gonna put on contact lenses. And they'll be controlled, okay, electronically controlled. Every time you see someone, it will immediately identify them. You'll never ha have to worry about remembering people's names. Because as soon as they see you, and it works in reverse, when they see you, okay, they're going to know who you are. And it's going to give all the info, okay, about who you are. It's and like then, you're Googling them when well, you see them. And, and he says, it's coming, <laughs> just like you see in the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's a Terminator. <laughs> it's right around the corner. And if you think about it, yeah. it makes sense okay. to me. Mm -hmm. We can do a lot of things. It makes sense to me. But And they're beginning to implant, anyway, a lot of stuff. Even people are implanting uh, 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 in their children, their small children. Okay. Yeah. A chip, so they can find Chips them. Chips, in case your child gets lost, like or they do stolen, with dogs. Or identify them. Yeah, yeah. dogs mm -hmm. are doing it. So you can see the logical progression. Mm -hmm. So that's that's something that's going to, like I say, in the, in the future is going to be really different. In his latest book, what has he written? Oh, the latest one. Uh, uh, oh, you, you, I, I'm trying to think of the latest title. If you if you I can, you, you Google him and he'll come, you'll see his his books. Yeah, but I'm curious of one of the. The latest predictions one. he's making. Oh, the latest predictions. Well, well, he he caught it right on. The cost of the uh, all these little sensors that we little that we use that we place everywhere. They're gonna be ever. They're gonna be, they're they're gonna be in your clothing. They're gonna be in all of your uh, furniture, all of your electronic appliances. They're gonna be because the cost is gonna come way down. Sensors. What do you mean? Sensors? The little the little uh, chips. These little chips that sense everything. They sense temperature. They sense everything, uh, moisture. They'll be implanted in everything that, that you're going to be buying in the future. Yeah, I forget the, the term that you call those little chips. I can't think of it right now. But uh, you, you know where I'm going with this. You, everything, will be, everything will be monitored. Everything. Mm -hmm. gonna, yeah, you'll know everything. Mm -hmm. everything. Every time you eat something and it upsets your stomach, it's, the sensors are going to go off. And, oh. and it's going to send a signal to your, to your cell phone or whatever. Interesting. Oh, it's coming. Mm -hmm. All that stuff is coming. But your clothing, pretty soon, the clothing will all be embedded with these little sensors because they're so cheap now to manufacture. So that's that's something that's going to happen. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, who, who knows what the future holds? I'm not so much worried about the future as I am about people learning uh, to give up the past and don't worry about the past because the past is already gone and people spend a lot of time worrying about all the mistakes that they made in their life and it just it slows you down you're dragging an anchor hey pal let it go you cannot turn the clock back we're living right now in the present and you made we all make mistakes all of us we all make mistakes and, and the trick is to try and not to make such big mistakes. What is it that keep people in the past, in your I, opinion? It, uh, it's, oh, that's a good question. Wow. I, it's just, it, it, is it human nature? It's just human nature. A lot of people, they can't give up the past. They just, 
the uh, the sad past, the mm-hmm. the mistakes that they make. They won't let them go. It, they just can't let go of it. Hey, well, I lost some money on a deal. I invested in this stock and I lost ten thousand dollars. That was yesterday, George. Let it mm-hmm. go. It's over. Mm. The money's gone. Don't worry about it. You have to just move on. You did your best, and it didn't work out. Uh, had I been 10 seconds later when I got to the intersection, I would not have been involved in that accident. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to do? Beat yourself up? It's in the past. It's over. Can't turn the clock mm-hmm. back. Do you believe that we're in the present or we're actually in the future? Oh, we're living in the present. We're always living in the present. Hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah there's, there's nothing but the present. But it's the, it's, it's the past. You cannot turn the clock back. Do you understand? Well, do you get what I'm saying when I yeah. say that the future is already created right now in the present? Well, we're creating the future. There, there are people that, that, are, that, are, that make the changes, the movers and the doers. They, yeah, mm-hmm. these innovative people that come up with things that change our society. Look, Gunpowder was was invented many many years ago, and look how that changed the world. Gunpowder, wow! Think about that one. Of course, you have to remember when it comes to the basic machines that we use. Okay, there's only like five basic, five or six basic machines. You can Google that one. Basic machines. There's only a few, and it really hasn't changed that much in our lifetime. Okay, there's just I think there's like five basic machi- it's machines. It's almost like musical chords. They're the same ones. They, you just chain them it, around. There's, there's very, very little. We haven't really come up. There, there are some changes, but, you know, it doesn't. It's, it's difficult. What are some of make. the examples of these basic machines? Well, you have the wheel. When the wheel was invented, we, we, we just take the wheel, for example, for, as, for granted, the wheel. And, well, what's the big deal? At one time, there was no wheel. Some guy thought of the wheel. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have a lever, you have a wedge. Okay, you know what I'm saying. These these are basic machines. You have a pulley system. Okay, you have a pulley mm-hmm. system. Okay, mm-hmm. so that we can take advantage of the of the forces. I get what you're saying. Oh, you're getting yeah, really granular. I, I forget okay. my I forget my five machines right now. I'm getting older now. I can't remember them. Um, but uh, life life there's not really that many big changes one of the big ones as far as i'm concerned it was the printing press when the printing press i always say the most dangerous weapon on the planet earth has been the printing press okay mm-hmm. it has now been replaced by this magical little telephone that we have Computer. and the web and the inter- internet and the websites mm-hmm. this took over this little machine took mm-hmm. over from the printing press because you know people actually you're actually reading it's so it's printed but it's not on paper that's all but when that printing press was invented wow okay the power that it had the power of the press that to be able to print something and now it's true or it's well solid you take that you take that piece of paper that you printed on and then you disperse it to the public yeah and 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 now that thought that, that you put down on 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 paper is now spread yeah to hundreds and thousands of people now the internet took over we don't need we don't hardly you don't need to print if you don't want to the internet you can put it on the internet 
but but still books books are still being printed mm-hmm. magazines are still being printed and um, and there's a few mm-hmm. newspapers that are left they're hanging in there but people still read the newspaper i know i do well with that thought let's go into that one book that you've talked about before it's sheep something of that a nation of sheep by Will, william leaderer that goes way back into the 60s mm-hmm. a nation of sheep by the title of the book you can it's you know you can you can imagine what he's talking about mm-hmm. and there have been many books uh, written since then for the, for the last 50 years about how people just follow mm-hmm. they don't think for themselves they just follow mm-hmm. that's just it's like human nature they just follow yeah, you've said human nature a couple times because also thinking about the past and how we're just being able to be controlled and not yeah, choose for ourselves. Yeah, of course, there's always a, the, the, the question that always comes up. During, during the Jewish Holocaust okay, in Germany, in, in Austria and in Germany, uh, m- millions of Jewish people, and there were only a handful of German soldiers that watched them. And you wonder, why, did they, why were they all so passive? They could have overtaken the guards. I see. Okay. So let's just say, because I'm not as they, familiar, millions of Jews, how many, what percentage of guards? Oh. 1%? Uh, the, the ratio yes. was probably, I don't know, 1 to 50, I'm guessing, I'm uh-huh. guessing. But it didn't take, it because the, guard, the guards had, had the weapons, they had the rifles. Got it. But they could have overtaken. Uh-huh. This, this topic has come up. Every now and then, oh. it'll come up. Why didn't the Jewish people just overrun them, mm-hmm. okay, and grab their weapons and and do what they had to do? Well, back, you know, they 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 were afraid. Interesting. And because um, because the guy the guy standing next to you says, "No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to kill a bunch of us." Well, we're going to kill us anyway. It re- okay. reminds me of nine eleven and what was that one plane? Mm-hmm. Um, the, Union or no? What is, the, the one that was going to hit the yeah the the, uh, the Pentagon. What was the name of the plane? I, f- I forget the number on it. Now. Uh, Fifty-one. Oh, yeah, I forget the number. But yeah, yeah. Solomon, if you could the, look that the, up, on the people on that plane de- Did, realized yes. we're going to die anyway. Yes. We're so f- something of that nature is so kind of what you're talking about. So they decided to attack. Just there were only a few guys on that plane, mm-hmm. a few uh, Muslims that were on that plane, so they attacked them. Yeah, and there's two hundred okay. and something here. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna we're gonna crash. So anyway. interesting. Yeah, yeah, to ask yourself, what would I do in that position? Would I be a sheep? Yeah, just sit and. and uh huh. So, it's it that's a difficult question. The one that I proposed about about the the Jewish Holocaust. It's not fair to the Jewish people to ask that question. It really isn't mm-hmm. because we weren't there. Yeah. True. We just weren't there. We don't know what, what was what would have happened. Yeah. So, but but even today, when when people they just stand around and nobody does anything, and if if a woman is being raped or something, and there's ten guys there, well, I'm not getting involved. Mm-hmm. Gee, there's ten of you. There's one guy raping this woman. Help her. Mm-hmm. No, not me. I ain't getting involved. Yeah, that's just that's just what it is. I'm interested in that book, Union of um, in- what? No. Nation of Sheep. Oh, it was United 93? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, United. United. I think it was United 93. Yeah. yeah so, uh-huh. But, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's just, you know, you have to remember, too, that the population continues to grow. So, that, Oh, that is a whole conversation that intrigues me to, I could talk about this 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Dad, when I was in high school in the 90s, yeah. there was four 
billion people on this planet. I can ask this to 100 people and nobody knows the answer. Right. Okay. How many today? How many today? Mm -hmm. Eight billion people. It has doubled in 20 years. 7.7 and it's pushing eight. It'll only take about an hour and a half to get to eight. (laughs) Trust me. I'm watching it. And so when individuals on this planet complain and say, oh, crime is up and there's so many homeless and et cetera, I'm going, there's double double amount of people people. in Los Angeles and et cetera, et cetera. And nobody talks about it. No. and Nobody. You can't go there. Can't go there. You so can't go there. the infrastructure no. that was made for two billion people uh-huh. for the fifties, let's yeah. just say, because how many were in the fifties? I think it was two billion. Then you have four billion. So everybody watch Jerry Maguire, and that came out in nineteen ninety three. Right. And at the beginning of Jerry Maguire, there's a picture of the globe. Yes. And Tom Cruise has this little monologue, and he says. There's 4 billion people on this planet, et cetera. And yep. there's so many football players. Uh-huh. And I am the one man that could take them there. That's, his, that's the opening line of right. Jerry Maguire in right. 1993, 4 billion. Yes. And um, I think it's, and don't quote me, but I think it's 15% of women uh, will have children or whatever. But now it's going down to 9% or something of that nature where as we as year by year, less women are having children. So we are not multiplying as fast. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to double in the next 25 years like it did, but it's still growing. And then we'll be at 9 billion, 10 billion. Yeah, an article in the paper uh, uh, two days ago. In the Philippine Islands, okay, I I believe it's because of the COVID. (laughs) There's no place to go. Uh Uh-huh. Babies are being born like crazy in the Philippines right now. Well, the guys ain't got no place to go. <laughs> what are you going to do? Stay home and make love to your wife. So babies are being born right really? now on an unprecedented numbers in the Philippines. Really? It's just what it is. Uh-huh. Okay. But uh, look, the Chinese did the one baby policy and they caught hell for that. How dare you do that? to tell a woman that she can only have one child. So you see what you're up against? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, so, now, okay, mm-hmm. bring me back again. Okay, we discussed this before in the in the Catholic religion and, and other Christian religions, no birth control, especially in the Catholic religion. And the Pope today, he's still very adamant. No, you will not use a condom. But how many, what percent do you think of Catholics are actually... Ah, following that. Ah, I wonder. No, you're stepping on people's toes. <laughs> I'm just aren't you? curious. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. It's uh-huh. uh you know, uh shucks, even 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 when I was when I was a young boy and I would tease my mom, uh my mom and I would go back and forth about the Catholic religion. I was a teenager. And I, Mom, you're such a hypocrite. You and my dad use birth control and you go to church every Sunday. Well, well. And she go, well, you know, well, you know. Mom, really? Come on. Uh, wait, to- how old are you, he said? Teenager, I don't know, 15, 14, 15. You and my dad use birth control? Well, she, that, uh, hence, hence the term cafeteria Catholics. They pick and choose what they want. Cafeteria Catholics. 
millions of them. Prefaces. Millions. Yeah. Send, millions send the mail to, to my dad. And it has to be old school written. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> send him on Instagram. It's a note. Okay. We're going to wrap this up. This is part one. Right on that. Oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> okay. Dad, you need your own show. Everybody said you just, just give you a mic. See, you're at home retired. You can have your own little podcast. Yeah, really, huh? You'd have okay. so much fun. You could just talk every day. Can't we just do this from a sports bar? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, get your uh, vaccine and then we'll do it from a sports bar. There you go. Andale. <laughs> that was part one. So much fun. Everybody come back for part two and we will see you then. And if there's any takeaway from this show, please DM me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. Like my dad said, Instagram is a note. <laughs> It's a gram and it's instant. It's an instant note. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate it and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.